Right, I'm only recording I'm my own end. Yeah. I'm recording now. Is everyone else recording? Yes. Uh, Hyrule, why don't you start us off with this one? You know, this movie made me upset, gentlemen, because I did a lot of work as I was watching this, sending you uh, little videos of my amusement mm-hmm. of watching this thing. There's a... I uh, only accept Facebook wow. Messenger. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I, you know, we just got an alert that uh, I didn't switch over to the Zoom call, and I feel like that's probably wise, given what Jared is. Jesus. Um, I didn't do anything. I did nothing wrong. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, meanwhile, I just went with the two white leads uh, as my background. In the this is just like the, the, the Kentucky malls, you know, going to see the ladies. Uh, I'm going to hang up. Do not stop recording. Though. Okay. Keep it going. Keep the dead air. Oh, my God. Holy. Lions don't do this. Lions never had a lair like this. They're doing it for the pleasure. They are not lions. They are the ghost and the darkness. We're in a race, Colonel, and the prize is the continent of Africa. We are building the most expensive and daring railroad in history for the glorious purpose of saving Africa from the Africans and, of course, to end slavery. How many do you think they've killed? Hundreds. Maybe more. Do we wish the world to think that the builders of the British Empire are afraid because of a few minor difficulties with the local wildlife? Are you sure this was a lion? I'm going to locate Remington. I assume you've heard of him. We're ready! How do you see a problem with that? Actually, no. Let's go after them. Get him back! The devil has gone to Samoa! I am the devil. Stay out of my way. A rather cheerful fellow when you get to know You don't enjoy killing, do you? Then why do it? Because I've got a gift. Michael Douglas Val Kilmer The Ghost and the Darkness Now can you control your fear? Can you? The Ghost and the Darkness Available to own this September for $14.95 or less Where videos are sold Jared is back. Yes. Hyro's back. All right. All right. So why did this this movie upset you? Because we didn't respond to your uh, videos. I, I can only speak for myself. I had not watched it yet when you were sending all of your jokes. So I hadn't even I started to revisit it. I mean, I watched it yesterday. Yeah. Just in con- <laughs> even taking out of context, the ridiculous nature of what I was sending was... It's weird that Jared and I had such respect for the Ghost in the Darkness, and we we're like, "No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to this on our own." Time. White saviors must be respected. I would not do that to Michael Look, Douglas. I've seen this before. I've heard of the story what? of this before. The uh, oh, so you hadn't seen this one? I've not but seen I... it, but I had read. Um, I mean, essentially, the Wikipedia page about this before, though. 
a, a Wikipedia. Was this like a Reddit thing? Just like one of those like odd stories that you just wanted to. I just I don't know how I came upon summarize. it, but just <clears throat> the Man Eaters of Savo or whatever is an actual book. The only thing I I remember I I remember reading a book. Uh, so this is written by William Goldman, uh, so very famous screenwriter, Butch and Cassidy, um, Misery. Uh, but mainly he he has two books on screenwriting. Uh, I don't know if you'd call them tell-alls, but he you know gives a lot of bat- behind the scenes sort of information. Uh, and this was like a passion project of his. Like he said, he I think he knew of like two good stories in his life. Um, and Butch and Casty, uh, or Butch Casty, Butch Casty and Sundance, uh, and then this one. As far as like those would make two great movies. Now, obviously, the the former is a classic, uh, like a classic. Yeah, uh, this one, I don't know if it would appear on a movie podcast unless you were covering 1996 <laughs> in film. I saw it once, once either on television or we rented it when I was a kid, and I didn't really have much in the way of memories of it, uh, other than even when I was. You know, what made that dude uh, think that this was going to be uh, like a great film? Like, it, there's no, there's what? nothing there. It's this, like, I use the term pedestrian when we're talking about bound, but this really. Jesus you have to take artistic license with this. Like, you really have to, like, <clears throat> you have your source material, but you're going to have to expound on it because. I, there's only so much oh we can't make the railroad today uh we're arguing sitting in a tree <laughs> sitting in a tree and hunting for okay so from my memory and i didn't go back and like because i still have the book laying around here somewhere i didn't go back and like read that particular section uh but from my memory the uh i guess cinematic uh flexibility of trying to uh to to reach a little bit on this story is the michael douglas character I do not think that there was one. There like, wasn't a Rebington, I don't think. Yeah. Great hunter personified. I'm pretty sure it's the Val Kilmer character, the engineer. And I think he just eventually sat in a tree long enough <laughs> and finally got them both. I, I'm pretty sure. So it's like the the mystery of these uh, two, you know, man eating lions is still cool and enough to where Jared, you know, wants to read like just a quick like, huh? Isn't that that funny? But. Um, as far as stretching out into a movie, yes, sitting in a tree. I mean, you can't you can't go to hand to hand combat with the lions. As much as I probably would prefer that movie, I think they were still trying to be respectful of uh, white colonization here, uh, which a lot of you know movies of this time period um, deeply oh, respectful yeah. of the two white movie stars um, trying to, <laughs> trying to train these cowards uh, to not be afraid of man eating lions who have killed. Did they say over like forty people die in the movie? Eventually, like estimated at like over a hundred. Uh, yeah. Oh shit! I read the scientific fact behind this. It was actually only like thirty-two. The over a hundred was over time. They told the story and it got bigger and bigger. Like, hey, look, look how big it is, mm-hmm. and it just the, the the fish tail gets bigger and bigger. It's like thirty-two. Come on, cut that All fake right. news, Jared. But you know, pump up those numbers, lines. Thirty-two is a. <laughs> That, you know, that, that's funny. Does that make any damn difference, really? To the movie? It's a lot of that's people, 32. man. That's, that's a lot of people for two lines just to keep just you know, fucking killing. people up. Yeah, I... yeah. I didn't much care for this. No, um, it, it took me a while to get through it. It's like it's <laughs> offensively nothing. Like there's nothing to mm-hmm. this. It's it's a saltine cracker without the salt. It's a failure in movie making. You have a, a decent subject that you could make uh, a tension filled movie about. 
And somehow you just completely fumble the ball all over. What would you do, Jared? What would you add? What spice would you add besides trimming, of course? What would you add to this fucking story to make it awesome? Yeah, that would be hard Jennifer to add Tilly. scissoring. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer the Tilly frolicking after a good meal. Tilly frolicking through the savanna grass with her tits out. <laughs> there oh it is. God. <laughs> I don't know. Like it, there was a there was an element of tension when they actually like are hunting for the things. I have no desire to watch them build a fucking railroad <laughs> and go back to that constantly. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I wanted his dream sequence to be real. That would have been fucking awesome. <laughs> or his, Emily his wife shows up. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason in his dream, he's screaming at her to go back to the train station. And she doesn't listen at all. And she's giddy about it. Yes, hello, five times over. (laughs) Yeah, I see you. (laughs) No, lion. (laughs) The fact that the lion would target his wife would be waiting Mm. at the train station. It's very much like Jaws 4. Have you ever seen Jaws 4? Where it comes after the family in the Caribbean? Yeah, Yeah, it's just like that. Like, like, what, is the lion going to use the baby as an appetizer? What are we doing here? What did you make of... You know, these white people taking it as like a great insult that basically nature is getting in the way of their bridge. Because it seems like Val Kilmer takes it as like a personal affront. That these lions are like, they're attacking me and my, my career personally. It's like, maybe it's just you've set up a buffet and they're just going to keep <laughs> eating until the source of that food goes. Like he acts like they're stalking him, but really they're just coming back to the feeding grounds, right? Well... <clears throat> I'm gonna get woke on you here. Oh <laughs> white boy. people, oh. white people haven't oh, faced yeah. a lot of adversity. So, <laughs> how dare you, lion, <laughs> interrupt my manifest destiny as I try to save Africa from Africa? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the Africans are just as afraid as everybody else, right? Everybody well, just the smart ones. <laughs> Fucking lion comes into camp. Oh no, run! <laughs> the Indian dudes are like, I'm out, man. If you can't, <laughs> you can't clean this shit up, I'm out of here. That thing. I don't is remember ridiculous. them being offered hazard pay in this I, th- I think it's just more like you lack courage <laughs> another sir. another tidbit you i'll tell everybody that you couldn't conquer your fear all right you do that <laughs> i'm gone <laughs> guess what i'm not a fucking steak dinner either <laughs> i'm not going hand to hand with a fucking lion are you crazy yeah val kilmer does get a little karen there where he's gonna speak to is it what the indian management at that at that point oh. like i there you know there's already like a it's a brief like culture clash like we have two different groups of of workers here uh, yeah one loves is, the cow and the other one eats the cow and all that nonsense that's that is how they just break it down to that which that's is, it that's all like, we need in life like i i'm unlike jared i'm not gonna play the woke card in that i'm like yeah you have to <laughs> you need to give me the cheat sheet give me the little <laughs> cue card to walk up there like Tell me the that's terms. all you know about people. <laughs> see that's how red mike shows up with like the tom brady arm thing and he just flips it up okay what does this brown person believe what is this <laughs> mike is just walking around looking nfl <laughs> side piece for colored people people of color but i don't think in 1996 that anyone would have looked at the val kilmer character as insulting like, I've, do you think that's a modern sensibility that we're looking at him as like, God, what a jackass. You and all of your kind jackass coming to this place and just feeling like you can just put it under your <laughs> thumb. I don't think that's the intent of the film. If you saw it opening weekend, uh, you know, 25 years ago, the white savior trope wasn't as uh, <laughs> strongly identified back then as it is now. I suppose there's a little bit more of 
of a microscope on those type of things. And what is what I the fuck is Michael Douglas? Yeah, exactly. I was about to say the same thing. What is what exactly is Michael Douglas's role here? Other than reprising his like old romancing the stone character. It is funny. I thought he's written as the badass, right? He's the, the, the gunslinger that comes into town and he has this speech at the beginning, like, you know, you let me do the hunting, you do the the math, dork. Like you, you, you build your little project and then you know we understand each other that i'm the machismo that's being uh interjected into this this situation but it is weird it's such a movie star part and he doesn't really get i don't know does he get like a badass moment jared like i kept waiting for the like mm. either the badass like kill or the death scene and his death scene is uh precipitated by him telling val kilmer like you know when you see your baby hold him high and then he gives him this nod and then he goes off into his tent and then we just find his dead body that night his expertise isn't really anything more than what you get out of al kilmer's character if i'm honest like they both kind of have the same role i guess like white dude that's brought in with a gun to (laughs) try and save these people so much so that they even talk about like oh you tried that uh that trap didn't work for me either like this you know it's the same stupid too yeah yeah um (laughs) This one is sitting at 50% um, on Rotten Tomatoes. Unlike uh, the classic, I tried to give you all a gift, 90% with Bound last week. Um, and that's I how, that's uh, the percentage of boner I had for the first <laughs> 15 or 16 minutes. Almost that, there. You know, that's something we could have got into in that episode. Jared's boner? How long did it sustain? How erect was I? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know... <laughs> Can it maintain the? Can you maintain more endurance during Bound now as an old man? Because you're so jaded. Obviously, anyone that yeah. listened to that episode. Well, this has been like thirty years of well, how thirty eight? This has been uh, twenty five years of pornography. I've seen some lesbians, bro. <laughs> you're gonna have to <laughs> right there. There's your bumper right there. <laughs> some lesbians, bro. I've well, seen way more depraved lesbians than what I saw for the first. 15 look, I've, minutes. I've seen the, the Ghost in the Darkness. I knew. I've got 12 and a half minutes on my recording. I was going to work my way back to Bound because I feel like we left meat on the bone with that. Mainly you two. And so, yeah, this is basically Bound Part 2. I'll tie it in. I wrote one joke. Uh, Not the first time some pussy has tried to kill Michael Douglas. (laughs) Yeah! I still got it! (laughs) Hyrule, where do you stand on the science on that now? I think you missed uh... an episode where we went... uh, we went all in on the uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. That was the Phantom episode. Yeah, I listened oh, yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. Cause, and I, you know, I was still very upset with you, gentlemen, because I wasted my time watching the fucking Phantom. Why are you upset with us when you, you just when go... you are absent. You leave. <laughs> you go out for smokes and don't come back for weeks, and you're like, I can't believe you two recorded on the I Phantom was ready. without I just, me. I never got the... I, like, hey, I can't do it this time. Let's do it that time. I put in the time and effort to watch that abomination, that waste of Catherine Zeta-Jones. Um, I would risk the HPV. Let's, you know. For Catherine yeah, Zay-Jones? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially uh, Catherine Jennifer. Zay-Jones in that movie. Jennifer Tilly? Mm-hmm. Uh, in this yes. movie? Of course, yes. Uh, at the poker table, not so much. And Gina Gershon. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can yes. just keep going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just rattle them all off. You, yes. you uh, want to see where the barometer is? It's got to be pretty uh, home. Kathy Bates, right, either, sure. Either one of you, uh, the lion, so desperate to uh, to go downtown on uh, Emily Mortimer when she shows up in Africa. Yes. 
Sure. <laughs> give that kid some, give that kid some coloring books. I feel like both of you are being more racist than Red Mike on Africa, where you're like, yeah, Africa is so terrible. Bring Emily Mortimer, who's been <laughs> sitting on a fucking hot train for hours. Bring her over here. Sure, I'll risk life and limb for that. What makes that racist? Well, I, I suppose I'm being uh, a little mean to Miss Mortimer, but uh, not not in the Zeta Jones category. There it is. I guess. So it's She's not racist. Right. It's just uggo. Like, uh, it's just uh, not hot enough. I've seen Lars and the Real Girl. Ryan Gosling chose to live in a garage with a sex doll rather than have one conversation with, with Emily Mortimer. <laughs> one. She's not exactly uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that, Jared? Did you actually see Hyro? Uh, he kind of threw that one away. He just <laughs> you know, he started to do his wind up, and then just no, that, that was that was a balk. That's what that was. Yeah, I let the pitch go by. Tom Wilkinson, any love here for like you know the world's most obnoxious boss? Like I think he has two scenes: one in you know the white people colony where the fuck they come from. And then one in Africa, and both times he's just chewing Val Kilmer's ass, like from the word go. I'm calling it my contraption. I placed it here because this is the area of the camp where the lions have attacked the most. I'm surrounding it with a boma. What? A fence. Except for this small area here opposite this door. Just what kind of lunacy are we dealing with here? Hmm? The other side of these bars will be bait, human bait. I'll start things off. About here will be a tripwire for this sliding door. Oh, genius. The beast will enter, tripping the wire. The door will slide down behind him, trapping him. You, meanwhile, safe behind your bars, will have the beast at your mercy and will shoot him at your leisure. Are you running a high fever, man? How could you conceive of something so idiotic? I didn't conceive of it for the lines. It was for a tiger in India. And it worked. In point of fact, it didn't. But I'm convinced the theory is sound. I made a mistake hiring you, Patterson. The world is watching as I need initiative, not contraptions. I need a professional hunter. I'm going to locate Remington. I assume you've heard of him. Every man who's ever hunted has heard of him. I wish you were here right now. But by the time you find him, the lions will be dead, and I'll be back on schedule. All right, the job's still yours, but only because it would take too long to find a replacement. I'll go. But if I have to return, you're finished. I will then do everything within my considerable power to destroy your reputation. Fair enough. <laughs> Told you you'd hate me. Helena, everything.
Everything is collapsing on me. I appreciate him being upfront and honest about it. Every manager that you have ever worked with is the same cunt, but they want to talk about how we're a family and shit. At least you're going to be upfront. I'm going to make you hate me. You're not going to like, like my I managerial style. What, what, what was the guy? He said like, "Hey, like my baby's on the way." Val Cooper's like, "Hey, I want to be home." He was like, "I don't care about your like." I don't give a your shit. Spawn and your off. <laughs> Whatever. He's like, "I don't care. Just build my bridge over the carcasses of all these." These uh, nice little Africans and Indians. Mike and I had that experience at Amazon every day. Mm. We rounded up, let's stretch it out, guys. Let's have a good day. Mm-hmm. We're a family here. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> did you wait? Did you do the stretch? Did you do the stretch? Do I look like I do stretches? <laughs> <laughs> so did you just stand there while everybody else does it and just of stare course. in disdain? Stone Bunch face. Fucking simps. A... I ain't doing no fucking stretches. Get that stretch. Was what? A... A regular Remington, a Michael Douglas in his, his, his younger age. He just eyeball him. I, I was about to say, Jared, no one in that type of uh, you know low-rent job is ever pulling a Tom Wilkinson because the people they're dealing with might actually be criminals. Boy, I you... quit on the drop of a dime. <laughs> Baby, you talk to me. Talk to me like that. Okay. Paying me like I'm working at fucking McDonald's. I go to McDonald's. With your crowbar behind the uh, counter. <laughs> all right the 20th time may be too much <laughs> as a uh bill burr uh, comedy bit um where lesbians were not treated so nice very joe joy pants style they fucked around and found out yes the only reason i bring up tom wilkinson is i feel like he's speaking for what uh you know film twitter would like to see now as i think they would be perfectly fine with val kilmer uh, and his uh, his joy pants style confidence, his Caesar like ability of like, yeah, Lions Bridge, sure, I got this. Uh, that you actually have someone belittling him because uh, most of the time throughout the film, he is very condescending to anyone who's offering any sort of insight into a place he's not familiar with. Um, <laughs> so much so that uh, who's the one that gets killed? It's the religious dude, right? Yes, it is pl- Angus. McCarty. Angus is the guy. Brian McCarty, yeah. He was much better than Rob Roy. That's a movie we should do someday on some sort of podcast. Rob Roy? I've never seen it. It's got Liam Neeson. It's it's really, really good. It Jessica Lang. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... Uh, Tim Roth, they... the villain? Yes. Yeah. Very okay. effeminate swordsman. Tim Roth, not Liam Neeson, I assume. Yes, no. Liam Neeson is in his full, like, manly, gigantic... I'm going to smash Julia Roberts' glory. From uh, what I remember of the clips, Tim Roth talks a lot of shit in that movie, right? Oh, yeah. I like that. I, like that. <laughs> I, I don't know why we're like... Maybe it's like a sign of the movies that you dislike, that you just like the guy that comes in and talks shit for like... What is he on screen for? Four minutes? Maybe? Uh, yeah. No, no. He's actually got a reasonable role because he's doing some other shenanigans throughout the film. No, no. I'm talking about Tom Wilkinson here. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that tracks for you. Uh, if it's a, a heroic or good character that talks shit, you love them. If it's a villain, you want to kill them mm. <laughs> immediately on screen. Mm-hmm. I just expected more from uh, Michael Douglas here as a Remington character. Um, he wasn't. And he doesn't show up for, for like an hour. I mean, like it's, it's like a full giant piece in, and then he. I mean, uh, spoiler, he's not there that long. You know, I think that uh, <clears throat> that was uh, painful for uh, William Goldman because I, I'm pretty sure his original concept wanted to stick uh, closer to the experience, which you know, as we've said, it's kind of difficult if the guy sits in a tree and basically it's just a waiting game. That then you're getting more into like I guess psychological drama than action adventure if it's just like how this is wearing on him. 
Um, he picked a bad story. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to go out hunting for them. Like that was the thing. I, for whatever reason, I started thinking about Jaws, and I was like, "Well, what really happens is they." Go I have out that as a note. Like Jaws, really? yeah. They go out and hunt the thing, and that's where you create the tension and all that shit builds up. Like, like you said, if they're just waiting around in a tree, there's only so much. <laughs> well, where's my fucking USS Indianapolis story then? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, where is the? You're um, saying that's the, where Michael Douglas comes in. Yeah, Instead, man. Where's my have, ladies of Spain sing along? Where's you have all another that? character saying. You see that dude? That's the saddest bastard you'll ever meet. Like it's it's it doesn't build him up. It's just like oh that's, yeah, that sounds terrible. Like, Where's yeah, the shit talking nothing. between Hooper and Quint? You know what I mean? That yeah. kind of thing. Like you need that. Like here it's just he shows up, he dances with the uh, the tribesmen, which is <laughs> hilarious. They use actual Maasai warriors. I did read that much. I'm sure they were so pleased to be dancing with dancing Michael Douglas. With Michael Douglas. <laughs> hey, don't try to kiss me, buddy. I know what's going on in that, that mouth. <laughs> don't <Yeah>. breathe on me. <laughs> Got the pubes all between the teeth. Mm. <laughs> this is why we're not cut out to be lesbians. We can't. That we can't have nice things. Act, we can't. Goes goes to giggling. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see uh, anything as far as what uh, Cisco Ebert said about this one. Uh, did you all see anything as far as like a... The Ghost and the Darkness are the nicknames that these lions have. Now, this doesn't sound like a movie that would be made or would work today at all. Killing animals, even man-eaters, is not relevant to most contemporary lives. But I found that Val Kilmer's conviction in his character makes us care about the outcome. And I give the movie... A marginal thumbs up. Boy, Gene, this one is on my list of the worst movies of the year. I was shocked by this movie. And there's one scene in particular I'm going to tell you, and that's when Kilmer builds that rickety little platform right. and stands up on top of it so that when the lion comes, he can shoot him. And then he's knocked off the platform by a big bird. Right. Throughout this movie, I found both of the performances to be very unconvincing. Kilmer with that, with that really kind of 1990s haircut that never gets a half an inch longer and he's got the moose in it. And then uh, Douglas who looks like some kind of a hippie from a Grateful Dead concert. Douglas, I mean, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the 19th Douglas century, a professional off. game hunter yeah. would have looked very sleek and taken a lot of pride in his appearance. This guy looks like a bum. Uh, uh, Douglas doesn't work. But Val Kilmer, I'm, I'm sorry, Val Kilmer to me was absolutely... First of all, what's interesting about his character is he's presented as totally in love with Africa, and mm -hmm. we sense the wonder of Africa. I know you've been there, I've been there. Mm -hmm. His feeling was transmitted through me, the feelings that I had when I was there. Mm -hmm. The next thing is... I think he's stunned by what he has to do, and I, we see him grow into the character. I think it's a fully well, developed how character. This? How about the lion attacks? Didn't they look phony to you? A lot of the times, it just looked like a lion's head was being shaken in front of the camera. It wasn't, the, it wasn't that bad. Roger, I know that this is not a trendy picture to say that you actually okay. liked. Uh -huh. I found that I did. You're assuming uh, very liberally that, that Jared or I would do some sort of research <laughs> beyond actually I, watching the damn thing on 2X. Uh, Come on, Jared. I, I did read clutch. that Hopkins yes. himself said that he couldn't <laughs> bear to watch it because it was such a mess. That's <laughs> the, the director. Direct, the director oh, of the shit. film said that. Oh, okay. my God. All right. I stand corrected. Uh, Jared did his research. If it's a couple of paragraphs. And what is uh, Mr. Hopkins known for? Lost in Space, Predator 2, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. That's his I'm to be known for. Uh, that is probably the biggest insult to the Ghost in the Darkness that you could not top Beat. for this filmmaker. <laughs> Predator 2 or Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Jeez. Bad choice, gentlemen. Um, I blame myself there. I thought maybe we'd get something more out of this. <clears throat> the other options were um, uh, The Long Kiss Goodnight, the Shane Black 
movie with uh, Gina Davis. Oh man, I've always wanted to see that. I've heard that's good with Sam Jackson. That's that's funny. I see. I thought that would just be like, you know, well trodden ground. Isn't that a uh, Rennie Harlan joint? Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. That was I think the end of their, uh, their that that particular marriage with those two. And then we also could have double dipped on John Grisham. There is the Chamber with Gene Hackman and. Uh, What's his nuts? I have not I seen that. Say. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Robin. Uh, oh, yeah, Fable. Yep. What's his nuts? <laughs> Chris O'Donnell? Yes, there you go. So, those were probably the other likely uh, big releases, and I, I thought we'd get more out of uh, Michael Douglas going to Africa. He wasn't suitably not. crazy enough. <clears throat> no, really. it's just, it's yeah. milk toast. It's... Oh, vocabulary. Hyrule can say it. He can throw out milk toast is vocabulary? You can throw out those uh, defensive racist slang uh, to us whites, Jared. Is it? I would love to uh, imagine Hyro is the guy that says these horribly uh, insulting things, but only new slang that he doesn't understand is <laughs> new. Try to be hip. Try yeah. to be with it. Yeah. Um, we are doing <laughs> sleepers next week. Mm. Do y'all know what sleepers is? Oh, I've seen it many times. I read the book. God damn, Hyro. The bare-chested boys thing is just served up on a platter, and the fact that you go with like I read the book and I've seen this many a cold <laughs> many night, times. many. <laughs> I've probably seen it more than Bound. How about that? Doesn't doesn't surprise me. Um, kids get raped in this, Jared. So that's Who what I was talking about. Children. Oh, kids um, get raped. Yeah. Well, I see why you like it then. <laughs> it's not bad. In all, in all fairness, I mean, look at the star-studded cast that's here. We've got Dustin Hoffman, Robert De Niro, Brad Pitt. That's, that's not what he cares about, Jude. It's, it's Kevin plot. Bacon out there. How do you lure boys? Slinging that meat. <laughs> oh, I don't know. If I ever see you uh, starting your own business of having a hot dog cart, I'll know. <laughs> it's a honeypot <laughs> to, to get those young boys <laughs> with their, their silly boyhood pranks. <laughs> Typing in Chuck E. Cheese franchise. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. That'll do it. We made it through that one. Yeah. Jesus. God that was damn. painful. Master, I knew I know you. The scam was simple. I was to walk up to the hot dog vendor and order what I wanted. The vendor would then hand me my hot dog and watch as I ran off without paying. This left the vendor with two choices, neither very appealing. He could stand his ground and swallow his loss, or he could give chase. The second forces him to abandon the car, where my friends could feast in his absence. Uh, you want me two napkins? I took it from him and ran. I scooted past Tommy Mugg's dry cleaners and Armand shoe repair. The vendor gave chase. A wooden handled pronged fork in one hand. Surprise for the guy when he comes back from chasing shakes not to find his car. 